Hello and welcome to Women Like Us. I feel like we're kind of old hands at this podcasting lark now. I don't know about you, Lillian. Can I lead the introduction? Because you do it every, every time. I don't, I don't know when we had that chat. Sorry, but... I know. No, it's fine. Okay. I was actually in quite, okay, I was in quite a happy-go-lucky mood. One, two, three. Hello. You don't and... have to count. Don't count in. It was just for myself. Yeah, I know, but I think as you, as we've noticed... I'm actually finding the editing technology harder than I thought. Uh, okay, I won't count, I won't count, I won't count. Let's start here. Hello and welcome to Women Like Us with me, Lillian Baylitz. You sound and like you're doing Newsnight or something. It's meant to be just well, a nice you. chat. I take that as a compliment that it clearly wasn't intended to be, but thank you, I'm a big fan of Fiona Bruce. Well, Fiona Bruce doesn't do Newsnight, she just does Yeah, some... I know that, yeah. I know that. Do you, though? Crime, crime Watch. Emily, this, that one, she's brilliant. Okay. <sighs> Well, I guess we started now. Well, you can't use that. You have to use one of the other ones. All right. Listen, let's draw a line under this thus far. And let's you. Yes, you introduce it nicely in the way that you want. I'm going to I've seen people do this. I'm going to click my fingers to make a clean edit. And then yeah, you're get... rubbish at the editing. I think we can. St- I, I mean, I, honestly, I just I don't know what editing equipment you've got, but you haven't done any of the editing that you've promised me. It hasn't worked. And it, we just sound like amateurs. Why can't we get a proper editor? I'll, well, do, I'll do it. If you've got a spare. Give, if you've got the, a, give me it. Oh, no, well, be my guest. If you if you want to actually spend some time, you know, given the fact that you still type with one finger, I'd be amazed if you could even sort of, you know, do, do you know, do you know what the name of the program is? Do you know how to move like, you know, tracks around and, and do splicing and things? Yes. Right. I've spliced, I splice in my texts. Okay. Is it putting you off that I've got sunglasses on? A little I can take bit. Them off. A little bit. I've got, I'm a bit migraine Okay, well, then keep them on. I don't know. No, I'll just, take I them just off turn all if the we lights turn off. that light Because why have we got that light? We haven't, neither of us make notes. Okay, I just like it. I think it gives yeah, but like why, a nice Yeah, but why atmosphere. do you lay out these pens and paper every time as if we're, you know. Well, I do, I do make notes. I know you don't, but I do make There, it's off. It's I, off. I did initially, and then you just seem to be okay. so anti any kind of it's preparation just a new, or it's... any kind of intellectual rigour. Then I just stop bothering. It's just a new lamp, and I like it. And it costs quite a lot of money, and I think the bulb gives yeah, off a nice... It's all right, I've got to keep my shades on anyway. You know, actually, it's a thing now. People wear shades everywhere, don't they? People wear shades on the tube, I've seen, and shades... I, I was in the theatre once, about, I don't know, six months ago or so, mm. uh, and and I saw two individual people in very expensive stall seats wearing sunglasses to a, watch the play. Spearmint Rhino. No. A, lot, a lot of people wear sunglasses in that sort of theatre. I wouldn't go to... I don't go to Spearmint. I oh, no. No. Um, you, do you? Have you? What? It's quite an interesting topic, this, actually. is this? Have you ever been to a strip club? I've had meetings there, yeah. I've had, very, I've, I've had very um, successful meetings there. What, to yeah. work there? No. Oh, I see. Sorry. Right. Oh, I, see. I see. I I thought you meant like. Crikey, sort of... We are not. We have not started well. No. So... Accusing me of, a, of a, being a sex worker. No, it's we? not an accusation these days. It's no, I have many had considered meetings. it a very empowered we... line of work. No, I've just you know in in the sort of nineties we were all being boys, but you know the girls mm. will be boys, and mm. you know I had more than one meeting over lunch when the guys were like, "We're going to go to." Well, we know around the corner. Let's carry on talking about this. Hope you're cool with strip drawing. I was like, cool, yeah, Gosh. of course I'm cool. And, um, and were you cool? Well, I mean, I always sat with my back to the... Right. Because out of respect, really, for, mm-hmm. for, for the girls. Mm. Um, you felt that you'd, they'd rather on balance dance to your back than... than... I, I mean, I, I felt a bit upstaged, I'll be honest. Mm. I, I, I didn't have much sustained um, 
I couldn't hold their eye contact, obviously. No, but, and I, I don't think that's intended. Well, like they were definitely listening to the pitch, and um, and you know they were good meetings. They were, never, never came to anything. But you and know, I have to say, meetings. I have now I come to think of it, I've heard that they do a very good buffet at Spearmint, right? They no. do, they do, and obviously it's um, as much as you can eat. I mean, I, I hear you there because I, 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 you know, I'm much more into theatre uh, than you are. Yes, and a um, lot of theatre is very, very boring. Well, I've in heard. your opinion, yes. I mean, I'm, I've always been a huge Ibsen fan, huge Chekhov fan. Mm, have I, you? Have you? Yeah, you right. can't keep me away. Right. And I, but, you know, I have these monthly migraines and I, when I'm sort of feeling migraine which is any point really two weeks before and two weeks afterwards, so actually it's all the time. Right, right. I will wear huge shades, which mm-hmm. help, because you can't look at a lit box, the stage, without, you know... Um, kicking it off really oh, So heavy. you yourself have worn sunglasses. I've worn sunglasses, but I also wear earplugs because of my tinnitus, which also spikes during the migraine period, which is pretty much um, all the time. So, you know, you will see me, and I always like to get, you know, the best seats in the house. So it's a few rows back from the stage. I will have massive shades on, earplugs, and, you know, sometimes um, long gloves because, you know, I get my... Um, itchy hands and and they seem to spike during migraine periods and all the rest of it as well so so yeah um, and you feel the cold don't you and often theatres can be very powerfully air-conditioned I think they can be too much and um so I imagine sometimes you might have to wear a full duffel coat or well yeah but I mean I take the coat off you know and give it in to uh, so right but because I have to wear the the shades and the earplugs you know it it makes it sound like I'm not actually engaging with the performance it does it does make it sound a little bit like that actually no and I know you know I've had I have been approached by ushers on the way out and they say you know some of the actors have complained because you're very visible you've got very good seats and you're putting massive shades on and earplugs and you look like you're not here to watch the show and that is such a misinterpretation what what is going on because I am more in that private space that you have to be in to take on a performance no I can't hear it you can't really I can't see, it. see much of it mm-hmm. but it lands and it lands almost because I've taken away the noise of the rest of life right. you know and so and is it, it more like it, your um you're sort of imagining what the play might be and what it might look like and that in itself you're yeah. enjoying within your own space. It, absolutely, that... that's very well put actually, Jennifer. Mm. And what, what I'm doing is I'm kind of, I'm, I'm basically imagining the play. I'm imagining a play. Sometimes I, I go and I don't even know what I've seen and it doesn't matter because I've still had a sensory experience yes. by shutting off my senses. yes. I actually have a more powerful sensory experience. And it reminds me of an exhibit that used to be at the Science Museum where they built a gigantic womb. Yes. And you could go and sit inside it uh, and be regressed almost because mm. it would play noises like you would hear from within a Wasn't baby. Tilda Swinton in the womb for a long time? She was, yes. And actually, I think in the end they had to ask her to leave because it wasn't part of the exhibit, although many people assumed that it was. Okay, Jennifer, I want your advice on oh, this. Excellent. Love being asked for advice. Go on. I have been accused. Uh, um, I'd use that word. I've been accused by um, my friendship circle. Why are you doing that face? Nothing. I was just surprised to hear you have a friendship circle. But no, carry on. I don't want to. Let, let's get to the bit you want the advice on. You're yeah. not in it. So no, obviously right, not okay. I went to a wedding last summer mm-hmm. and um, I wore an, a, a lovely Aussie Clark um, dress. Mm hmm. 
sadly I can't fit into anymore. <laughs> um, and it was off-white. It was sort of almost grey, actually. No, well, okay, it was white. I'm getting a sense of where this is headed, but I'm um, going to let you finish. Well, anyway, it was quite a traditional wedding. Okay. Um, it was my friend's sister's wedding and, um, you know, she was young, although I would say we um, found out later she was three months pregnant. Okay. No judgment there. But yeah. you know, what I mean is it wasn't traditional, traditional. Is that because what you she want was, my advice on? She wasn't a virgin. She was pregnant. You know? I see. I see. Okay. Um, so anyway, the point... There's no judgment here. No, 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 no. I mean, I don't judge that. God, you know, but, yeah. you know, it's They're just the, people, the in, grace of people God. in glass houses because what yeah. happened was um, she then uh, expressed to her sister that she was very offended that I had worn white to the wedding and upstaged her. Now, yeah, I, I've got to be honest, because I'm a bit of a celebrity, I suppose. I don't I notice it. I do not. I, I think know celebrity's I too strong. But I'm, I'm, a I'm, bit known. I'm known. A bit known. I think... Your byline photo was very small. But all right. No, I can see the point. In certain areas, possibly of Surrey, maybe... Yeah, OK. But anyway, let's move on. Go on, go on, go on. Um, anyway, go on. there wasn't... Let's put it this way. There wasn't a person in the room that didn't know me in my work. I could feel it. I okay. could feel it. OK. And what comes with that is a certain level of envy mm. and I'm used to it you know particularly from women particularly from women actually weirdly 10 years younger than me um they're threatened all the rest of it so anyway this came about because uh, the sister put on Facebook photos of the wedding and we were all talking about it and you know um then it, you know this kind of was brought up again having been put to bed a year ago I feel rather picked on bullied um unfairly accused. I just want to cut through a bit of the noise here and just get to the point. Are you saying you wore effectively a long white dress to someone's wedding? I wore a white floor-length gown to the wedding. Right. Okay. What's, the, what's the problem? So you've never, ever heard... You've never heard that it's inappropriate to wear a white dress to someone else's wedding. Is that what you're saying? Because people feel, not unreasonably, that it's the bride's day and that she'll be in the long white gown. Thank you very much. And her her dress was a, was a much you know bigger affair than mine. I'm not saying I was wearing. It wasn't a wedding dress. It wasn't, wasn't it? I mean, you could use Are it you as a sure? wedding. I mean, uh, you know, she had sort of petticoats and it was really kind of. I'm presuming you didn't massive. wear a veil. Or a small headdress, Lillian. I, I didn't wear a veil. Right. I didn't wear a, First of all, I'm I had gonna... a matching headdress Can that you... I had made years ago for okay, for, okay. For, for, for my wedding. You, so, um, all right. Can I? I need to see a picture of this. You said there were pictures on Facebook. Can you find one on, on your phone and okay. just hand it over? Because I'm, I mean, look, I'm listen... finding it. No, can I see the picture? You seem reluctant to show me. Yeah. Just get your phone out. <clears throat> Pass it over here. Thank you. Here. That doesn't show the dress to its show me. Show me. Effect, but that... show me here. Okay. Yeah. Right. Oh my god! Oh my god! Look, that is what you wore to your wedding. That's essentially your own. Twenty years ago. Well, I know, but I don't think bridal fashions have moved on in twenty years to I such was an extent. Delighted you... to get back into it, and I did not think that it was going to cause the commotion. I'm that amazed. It did. I'm amazed the groom knew who to marry. You didn't walk down the aisle, I presume, as well. Good God! I did understand... you really not know that you're not supposed to do this? Well, look, I mean, you're coming at it from the perspective of somebody who wore, um, 
you wore black to your wedding, didn't you? Or, 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 or it was dark embroidered. Red. What no, was it? It, dark, it, was it, was, a, it was. You were in mourning on your was, wedding day. It essentially, was a Spanish influence. It was a flamenco mm. dress, uh, which was sort of a deep red, almost black, with some very heavy embroidery. You but looked like you're at your agent's funeral that day. Well, if I could hear from my agent, I would like to know whether they've died or not. To be honest, so maybe it was appropriate. But the anyway, it's just funny to me that you know. I just I think so. It's, you're offended that they're having a go at you for wearing a, a full bridal outfit to someone. I'm wedding. offended by the assumption that I've done something deliberately wrong. And it brings us to the bigger ethic, the, the philosophical question, really, of are you guilty if you didn't intend to offend? Well, that's a very big question. I mean, intention, or is it called, I don't know, habeas corpus? No, that's the other one. Mens rea? I don't know. My legal training is minimal. But there is, a, a, in... In the legal profession, this is a very key point intention, about yeah. intention. Mm. Can you ever prove someone's intention to commit a crime? Now, I I'm mean, not saying everyone that... knows Lewis Carroll was a, a paedophile, but if he didn't do anything yeah. other than write great stories for children, mm-hmm. then what's he guilty of? Yeah, I mean, I don't think we should exonerate or otherwise Lewis Carroll here today. I mm. need to look mm. at more of the I'm evidence. I'm a big fan. A yeah, big okay, fan. no, fair enough. And the, the stories are great. The stories are great. No one's denying that. But let's get back to the key I point love here. the line in which wardrobe. Yeah, that's pretty sure that's someone else. I mean, if you don't intend to offend, are you guilty? And I'm... I know that you had a, a very, very nasty um, backlash no, on I... Twitter when you wrote those offensive... I, unbelievable things. All but, I was but, trying to all, I can I just that's... say I don't I don't want to use this as a platform to have that uh, rehash and rehash and rehash that argument. You know, it's gone, it's history, it's past, I'm over it, whatever. I will just say people are emailing the show and they want to talk about it. Well, all right, all right. Maybe we'll cover it at a later date. But all I'm saying is when I wrote that column and it and you know, it wasn't just other people that suffered, it wasn't just the family of who I wrote about that suffered. I also suffered because I actually had to stand down for my column, as you know. Mm. And I didn't intend for that to happen all I said was I was just talking about sort of natural responses natural things I said all kinds of things were natural or unnatural flying isn't natural but we all fly ice cream isn't natural but I like ice cream all of these things you know no one can really define what was in my head if anything at all was in my head Mm. when I was writing it and what I'm really asking is was anything at all in your head when you put on a full bridal outfit to go to someone else's wedding when you wrote the column about incest okay we're going to do this why did you feel it necessary to name and shame a family who were until that point good friends of yours Mm. and imply that um, the husband and wife were brother and sister when there was absolutely I didn't say brother and sister it was first cousins at worst and also you know I am from the old school of journalism as you know you know my training I came up through the local papers in a way that's not quite familiar to you and as my great friend ally colleague you know, almost former lover Nick Ferrari has said, fellow Mm. journalist, you know, Mm. uh, the the basics of journalism, who, what, where, when, why, you know, had that drilled into me, who, what, where, when, why. Uh, And Nick Ferrari and and others like him, other journalists like him, Richard Maidley, all of us in that investigative journalist world uh, stick to those principles, adhere to those journalistic principles. And so when you write a column about something, you have to be specific. What's the who? What's the where? What's the when? What's the why? And and so I felt, even though they were friends, mm. uh, former friends, I felt it was necessary for me to name, if not shame. There was no intent to shame. Uh, I just wanted to tell the truth, Lily, and I just wanted to tell the truth. And that's what I've always wanted, really, is just to tell the truth. Because, you know, that old saying, uh, I don't know who said it first, probably a couple of hundred years old you know you can't handle the truth Mm. um 
is sort of, I think people can handle the truth. I think people can handle the truth. And my truth to you is you shouldn't be wearing a bridal gown and headdress to someone else's wedding. It was grey. All right. Well, that's, I think, up for debate. Weddings generally are always a difficult. The emotions are running high and, you know, I don't mind sharing now that it's all ancient history that, you know, with our, our wedding, with my wedding, my first wedding, mm-hmm. um, we weren't sure uh, and and we had the big conversation um, and we thought, you know... You weren't sure of what? Whether we should get married. And we sort of had a look well, at it. You were together though. Yeah. Oh, yes, we yeah. were together and we and I think in a way... That, that he had proposed simply to have something to talk about for the next six months. And, and I think looking and, and back... And the visa. Yeah, and the got. visa. Yes, and the visa. But that was I think that was secondary in some ways. Um, mm. And we did all the paperwork. It was all legit. It was all legit. Mm. We were in love. You know, we both had our own toothbrushes in the same bathroom and all that. We passed all the tests. Oh, that's touching. Well, but I think the point is, is that... Um, we did sit down and we had a look at each other and we wanted to be really honest and we said, should we go through with this? Is it too late? Mm. And the fact was that it was the next day. And so it was very... Did he speak enough English yes. to have that conversation? Yes, yes. I mean, he was... Did he understand the question? Yes, yes. And we always, you know, we always had a dictionary to hand for clarity. Mm. So we could always... I remember that. And our yeah. relationship was very nonverbal. Um, and so we had a kind of deeper understanding. But I think the point was, is that we were looking at it and we thought... I think it'd be a lot easier just to go through with this mm. uh, and get quietly divorced quite yes, quickly. Yes, yes, yes. Because actually, you know, everything's in place now. Everything's paid for. The venue's paid for. Mm. Everyone's coming. We've got 250 guests coming. We've got all the food in place. We've got mm. all of this. And I think in a way, it was probably one of our most romantic evenings because we looked at each other squarely in the eye and agreed mm. that even though we were getting married the next day, mm. um, we didn't really want to be married. So do you think you enjoyed your wedding more because you knew you were going to get divorced? Absolutely. Because I think quite liberating. It took the pressure off, and the worst thing about a wedding, particularly for the bride, is the pressure. The pressure of is this going to work out? You know, all of that sort of stuff. And fu- and it suddenly just became a big party. Well, yeah, because a wedding is different to a marriage, right? And exactly. we all, everyone wants a wedding. Yes, we wanted the wedding. We didn't want the marriage, mm. uh, or at least it was too late to back out of the wedding. Mm. And luckily now, with how relaxed divorce proceedings are, mm. the divorce is easy. It's easier to get divorced than it is to call off a wedding. Yes, yes, and you know. Is that the wrong way round? Is that the wrong way round? Are more people... I mean, we see more and more statistics that people are getting married now, but are they actually getting married in order to get an easy divorce? Or a visa. Or a visa. But I think, you know, I don't want to dwell on that too much because no. we were in love in, you know, whatever love Can means. Can you just... It's, it's interesting you mentioned the non-verbal nature of, of your first marriage. Mm. Um, and there's something to me that's really inspiring and, and romantic about that, mm. but... Practically speaking, how does that work? Oh, he was very good at DIY. So on a practical level, I didn't even need to tell him what Mm. needed doing. He'd get those shelves up like that. I've never known anything like it. Right. And and, and I'm guessing from a sort of a a sexual point of view, things are much more kind of taken in hand because there's Mm. no kind of conversation to be had or... Mm -hmm. Um, you know, well, conversational so, foreplay, as it were, is kind of yes. not possible. No, no, it wasn't possible. And in fact, I discouraged Consent. it. No, yeah. I discouraged it. Don't even... Yeah, I mean, I think the point is, is that 
we had a deeper understanding while it lasted. Mm. And I think that, you know, in our world, Lillian, you know, journalism, broadcasting, it's words, 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 isn't it? It's always about the words. We're mm. always talking, you know, we live and die by the pen, uh, all of that mm. sort of stuff. I mean, literally, in some mm. respects, you know, we're certainly hired well, and we fired. We have the words, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, actually, I found it immensely relaxing to be with someone I think where that's we so didn't true. have to talk. I think some women nowadays, you know, we're a very privileged generation of women. We have been educated uh, up to our eyeballs and, and, and I'm very thankful to be one of those women. But sometimes, you know, I think when words are your business, you just kind of want to be taken in hand, you know, hand over the mouth and and mm. and just rogered, mm. you know, with no words whatsoever. Mm. Because because well, that's kind of refreshing. That's yeah. a break. Well, I've been noticing recently a real upswing in, in terms of people talking about um, strong men, you know, and mm. and also in the sort of more and more women confessing to secret crushes on people like Putin. Yeah, toxic know. masculinity. Yes. Give me some of Give that. Give me some toxic yeah, yeah, masculinity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. You know, the sort of ambiguity and all of that sort of stuff. Mm. No thanks. You know, no, give no. me, you know, give me a man with a hammer and a and a tool belt and yeah, you know yeah, yeah. um who's pleased to see me so oh, to speak yeah. but i think you know what do you think of this sort of rise i've read several pieces uh, in the papers and magazines in the last few months all of them sort of saying you know yes we want a strong man leader we want we want a we want a putin we want a trump mm, mm. we want a oh, you know dare i even say a mussolini mm, you know we mm. we want men who know what they are what they want who aren't going to sort of sit in the corner and talk mm. about their feelings and i know do, do you feel do you feel that and you know do i, know I you, do i get aroused by dictators yes yes i had a feeling you would I had a feeling you were that sort. And and what is it? What what, what does it for you, do you oh, think? Oh god. I think what it is, it's a danger and it's 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 a kind of a commanding um and dangerous very masculine presence. Mm. I think you've hit on something here. I mean mm. I, I mean it boils down as well to a man in uniform. Uh and you know uniforms can be very seductive and mm. I know that in the past You've you've succumbed once or twice to that kind of you know the mm. the soldier on shore leave. It's that sort of sense of urgency as well, isn't it? It's that sense of the uniform, the buttoned upness of it. You know, right up to the neck, and then suddenly it all comes off. And you know, to yeah. some extent, can we draw a straight line between sort of having a crush on Mussolini mm-hmm. to Richard Gere in an officer and a gentleman? Exactly, and you're right. It is. Um, there's an urgency to it. They mm. haven't got t- much time. They're pretty desperate. Yeah. I think you've done oh, that. Oh, definitely. I mean, it's definitely the uniform thing, and, and and we all have that, don't we? We've all we've all had a look, even if we haven't followed through on the um, yeah. uniform dating website. Sorry, there are... what? What? What is that? What's that? What did you just say? What did that? What? Uniform dating. Uniform website. dating. You've done uniform. I haven't dating. done uniform dating. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> have you? Um... Okay, no, 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 come on, come on. Let's just, if, if there's anywhere that we can drill into this a little bit, it's got to be here on the podcast. Oh, okay. I, you know, that, I mean, I don't there gonna do be women Tinder like or anything no, as no, no, crass as listen, that. But yes, Lillian, I've Lillian, been there, on, yes. There are going to be women out there who this, if you talk about this, that will help them. I think. Well, I don't. I don't consider it a problem. It's a. It's a peccadillo. It's okay. not a. It's not a, a. A perversion. Come on, then. Hit me with it. What's, okay. So to speak. What's um, the. What's the uniform dating website? I'm fascinated by this. People uh, that like dressing in uniforms. Mm-hmm. Um, 
meet other people that like dressing in in uniforms. Wow. Yeah. And so do you have do you have your own uniform that you've worn or how far have you taken it? Have you actually met up with someone? I have I have a few uniforms but I have a a, a favorite, yeah. Uh-huh. And what is it? So World War 1 nursing or what's what is it? Canadian Mounted Police. Wow, I did not see that coming. Yeah, well, it's not something I, I I mean I feel a bit embarrassed So you it. wear the Mountie uniform? And do you what is there? Do you bring a horse or? No, of course not. Um, I feel you're making fun of me. It's no, 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 is that, I'm you not, know, I'm not. everyone's. I mean, I'm sure there's been some pretty. Um, I'm just fascinated that you've been on, and I wouldn't want to uh, know no, about. No, no, no. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not judging. I'm really not judging. Are you? And you certainly don't need my approval. And I and I think anyone who will, is willing to openly explore their own preferences, I think, is great. I'm not going to say it's, it's, it's natural. Not, it's but not. It's, great. it's not just a sexual thing. It's it's about an expression of what you might have been in an, in another life and. Um, you know, there's there's mm-hmm. a, a parallel universes out there, and 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 I imagine there's, you know, there's a universe where you're a, a um, member of the mounted police, and and so am I. Um, so you know. Wow. Well, this has been an interesting chat. Has it? Yes. Yeah. No, it you, has. Yeah. I feel like I've learned a lot. Mm. Do you? No. No. But okay. It, fine. Well, we'll we'll, alter, let's do it we'll again. always alternate. That I can't. I've got time to do it again. I can't be. I've got the energy. I need to lie down. I'll do it on my own. No, don't do it. This, this, that'll do. They put any old crap out on podcasts. It's fine. We don't need to do it again. I'd be really happy to do it on my own. Oh, right. Okay. Well, you know, you're free to go off and do whatever you like. I'll you see have you to, next time. No, you have With to, me, Lillian Bayless. You'll have to buy... like us. You'll have to buy your own microphones because these are, I haven't had any... No, mm-hmm. There's been no talk of reimbursement. Um, yes, do join us next week on Women Like Us. Both of us. Mm.